love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, fucking death of hearing of even knowing what a nepo baby is oh i mean why there's been nepotism since the beginning of time and industry and business and whatever so i don't really fucking care i'm being honest i wish i was a fucking nepo baby i feel like my life would be going much better And welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop. Culture, that is. Ooh, it's been a minute. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. That's right. Happy New Year, guys. Yes, welcome to uh, 2023, which came in just kicking and fucking screaming. I've already had enough. (laughs) I am. Yeah, I... I said I like wasn't going to do uh, New Year's resolutions, and then my upstairs neighbors had a rager on New Year's Eve, and so my New Year's resolution has been to get out of this fucking apartment. <laughs> wow, they didn't invite you to the rager going on upstairs. The fucking nerve. Yeah, so so oh. I am now house shopping. Oh damn! Okay. All right. Well, how was how was your little break besides the wanting to get new neighbors? It <laughs> um, it's it's been all right. I've been uh doing uh doing some podcast stuff. I've been uh I've been working on some other projects that I've kind of put on the back burner. Uh, some ex- some exciting stuff um that hopefully uh pans out so you know it's been i've been i've been working and missing this show um 
No, it's been weird not doing the show, but I've honestly had like some of the weirdest um, few weeks lately. So I definitely appreciated the break. It was needed, but I'm very happy to be back. And I did. I I liked, um, you know, listening to the reruns that we uh, that we aired while we were on break. Um, it was it was a nice little trip down memory lane. Yeah. So we hope you you all liked those uh, rebroadcasts. But we're back with a new episode. So let's just get down to it. It's been a week. It's been a well, you know, it could be a few weeks, but you know. We're going to focus on this past week or so. Um, let's get the bad out of the way right away. So just a couple of, I want to say it was only like 12 hours or something wild like that. After attending the Golden Globes, Lisa Marie Presley passed away. It's really sad. Yeah. Like that was, uh, rest in peace. To Lisa Marie Presley. Yes. Um, and she, you know, she, she, in the, in the last couple of years, uh, she lost her, lost her son um, tragically to suicide. Uh, and she is going to be buried next to him at, at Graceland. Oh, so sad. Ugh. So thinking of, thinking of uh, her, her daughter, Riley and uh, Priscilla. At this this difficult time. Oof. Well, I mean, jumping from that terrible Lisa news, I'd like to go to some really positive Lisa news. Okay. Um, it's official. It is official. Lisa Rinna has been fucking fired. <laughs> she is not returning. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And, you know, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans, rejoice. Because we were tired of that toxic shit that was coming from Lisa Rinna. So, good riddance and farewell. I And, you know, one, it's about fucking time. Um, right. But two, also, like... Lisa Renna is someone who, as like, you know, I wasn't a big soap opera fan, but like as as a celebrity, uh, she was somebody I liked, you know, because she always just she seemed kind of fun and, you know, didn't really give a fuck. But then she she went on Housewives and, you know, being on a reality show kind of amplifies who you really are. And she is not particularly someone I care for anymore. No, she's not. Now she's toxic. She's kind of a liar and pretty racist. And uh, yeah, I'm over it. I'm over it. And so I'm glad that there will be at least a difference in dynamics because that show is becoming honestly fucking unwatchable. So yeah that's a great start to 2023 you know good news but in 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 some some truly truly bizarre news uh Gwen Stefani 
recently in an interview um, was asked about you know when she first embarked on her solo career she was she was very much called out for cultural appropriation of of japanese uh harajuku yeah. uh culture um and i forget which magazine it was for uh, but in the magazine uh, she says that she is in fact uh japanese yeah it was it was allure was where the article was from. And, you know, the person interviewing her really kind of gave her an opening to, to kind of grow from those Harajuku girl days and laid it out for her. And kind of, it was a softball question. Like, you've been criticized in the past for this. You know, what have you learned over the years? And that bitch was like, well... I was there for so many years because my dad, blah, 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 like was there for some job. And, you know, God, I'm Japanese was her fucking response. I mean, I really am Japanese. Like, no, bitch. No, you're not Japanese. No, you're not. Like, even if you had moved to Japan, hell, bitch, even if you were born in Japan and lived in Japan your entire fucking life, you still would not be Japanese. You need to stop it. You are a white woman from fucking California. You are not Asian. You are not Japanese, Gwen Stefani. And shout out to uh, my friend uh, Terrence over on Facebook who referred to her as Gwenny Hana. And I am still fucking laughing about it uh, almost a week later. I, I mean, Gwenihana. I mean, think about it, because you know Benihana is like the least actual Japanese Japanese food restaurant there there is out there that just perfectly encapsulate this bitch. The fucking nerve in 2023 to really be like, as a fucking milky white lady from California, to be yeah. like, yeah, I'm Japanese. My God. And speaking <laughs> of uh Benny Hanna, this kind of goes to something that uh we were we were talking about in the cold. Uh DJ Steve Aoki, his dad is the founder and owner of Benny Hanna. <laughs> Hilarious. Wait, is that Devin Aoki's like father, brother, something? No, 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 no. I think okay. I think different, 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 family? different families. <laughs> You know what? She came up as a Nepo baby as well. Are and they I, related? I, and I was trying to figure out, I'm like, who is her, who are her parents? Like, I I never realized this. Uh, let's. And just going off on that Nepo baby tangent. I mean, if there were no quote unquote Nepo babies, like we wouldn't have um, Kate Hudson. Who else were we talking about? We had a whole list of people that we were like, wait a minute. There wouldn't be this person. You know what? I think if I had an in for my kids in whatever industry, I would want to give them that that leg up. I don't give a fuck. I ain't even mad. Wow, Devin why? Aoki is his sister. He told you. <laughs> yeah. I Rocky Aoki, who is their is their father, uh was actually a wrestler what in, 
he's he's passed away since then. Uh, but yeah, he was a he was a wrestler in '95. He was inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. Wow. Um, but he opened uh, the Teppanyaki chain Benihana in 1964. I love it. Look at all that history. You know what? I I understand nepotism, but in the case of like Hollywood actors, I don't really fucking care. I don't care. So yeah. And I mean, in 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 that instance, um, you know, their their father started a restaurant chain. Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, I get I yeah. get the reasoning, but at the same time, taking a step back from it, it's like you know, if they had gone on to open restaurants, right. I would have been like, exactly. mm, that's not. Yeah. But like, he's a very successful DJ. She's a very gorgeous model and very talented actress. Right. So very I don't different know. fields. So I don't, I don't understand why actually she came up as a nepo baby. I was like, really? I didn't. So yeah, yeah. interesting, weird. Hey, so what? <laughs> also in the weird news realm this week, um, Kanye West got married. <laughs> the fuck? The <laughs> um, what? Like who? But he married like somebody who works for him. So. <laughs> literally about two months after his divorce was final he was already he's already married again i hope he uh had a prenup i just hope he had a prenup i don't know i mean i don't know why he doesn't have anything left i hope she had a prenup because uh, <laughs> from what i understand she was quite successful in her field he's gonna come um, for her 401k she better be careful <laughs> like i cannot i cannot you know but also being that you know famously kim kardashian uh is is his most recent ex-wife and you know that family is known for for being a family of stunt queens uh shout out to her for kind of like she she posted and then dirty deleted some stuff and one of the more iconic things that she posted she posted i'm in my quiet girl era i don't have much to say and i was like (laughs) that's fucking amazing that's the best response that you can give him because he is a stunt queen and you know what he learned from the og stunt queens and i think now look at the monster that they've created right and so now she's like i know the best way to deal with a stunt queen is to not give it any attention because that's what it's thirsty for so yeah i dios mio i don't know i don't know what's going on with this man but Good luck to him and good luck to that wifey of his because. Wow. Ugh, mess, mess, mess. But speaking of messy. <laughs> the good kind. Speak, the good oh, kind. the best kind. The the absolute best kind. Uh, so the the much anticipated uh, memoir of America of now America's adopted uh, Prince Harry. Uh, 
is out. It is here. It has arrived. Um, have you read it? I have not. I have not read it. It has not arrived. Um, I, ooh, the things that I'm seeing, I'm like, this is going to be one of the juiciest books I'm going to read this year. And I can't wait. I, I, I cannot effing wait. I so, have finished it. So, okay, so just FYI, listeners, we're about to give some deets from the book. Yes. So if you don't want any spoilers, just kind of like skip ahead to the next segment. Um, However, uh, (laughs) there's so much good tea to talk about here. First of all, can, can we talk about Prince William laying hands on Prince Harry, oh, heated. Yeah. absolutely heated. Oh my God. It's on site. It is on site. How dare he? <laughs> With his bald headed, bald headed ass. <laughs> yeah. Um. I would. I would also uh, like to talk about uh, the confirmation uh, that uh, Prince Harry is circumcised. Oh, that okay. is that is in the book. Okay. You know, I've been going to bed wondering about it. So there you go. I'm glad to finally know. My mind is at ease. And also, um, I I went into this book, you know, in my mind, kind of with an idea of, you know, granted, there there were parts as I was reading that I was like, am I allowed to be like reading this? Like, oh. But then, you know, there I've I went in fully with the understanding that, you know, Charles was going to be, quote, the big bad in this book. And then William and Kate were very much complicit in, you know, everything that we that we know of that happened. Mm -hmm. And spoiler alert, it's actually the reverse. Oh, this is going to be so good. I can't wait to read it. Did, okay. Is it true the book talked about he lost his virginity to an older woman? Behind a bar. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Aw, Prince Harry. He's like one of us. <laughs> Stars, they're just like us. <laughs> Wow, how juicy. Uh, and it's um it's oh. also uh that uh it's it's nice to see that you know as we all know Prince Harry has had some problematic moments in his past. Uh he he takes full responsibility for those in the book. He claims ownership of those. Uh okay. so that was nice to see. Mm. Well, one that was making the news rounds was that Camilla was leaking stories about him and William back when she was trying to ingratiate herself with the British public like I cannot she's a wicked step monster for real for real yeah ooh ooh but see what's what's interesting um, about that, and this is the last uh, spoiler I will I will give for the book, um, is that you know 
the the media outlets have kind of taken that and it, you know just as she, that she was leaking stories to the press about them um and kind of ran with it in the book uh they're actually just like inane details like the first time it happened was when when she met william and harry she she leaked to the press like certain things that they said during their lunch uh, okay okay to be like oh look how sweet we're yeah we're bonding ew bitch get out yeah. of here like it's it's still bad um you know it's not not ideal for you know someone but it's hmm. that's not one of the parts that i found as explosive as there are other parts in the book i can't wait to read it i'm excited yeah it's 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 so good uh, i have I read it uh, on on my phone, actually, on the the Kindle app, and uh, I have I have bought the audiobook because mm. uh, Harry reads it, um, yeah. but it's like ten hours long, uh, so I'm kind of doing that uh, as I'm working on other projects and things. Mm. So. Ooh. maybe I'll just get the audio as well, since it's him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, okay. <clears throat> so <laughs> the other day was the uh, Miss Universe pageant. I don't know if you caught any of it on TV. I've been out of it all weekend, you know, just, you know, FYI listeners, I have just recently lost both of my boys, Reptar and Heathcliff. May they both rest in, you know, Kitty and Reptile Heaven forever and ever. Um, so I've been like out of the loops. I didn't watch it, but I did see the hilarious reactions online to the national costumes, which is a segment on the Miss Universe uh, pageant. I guess the costumes are, are supposed to represent something the, the, the country is known for or something to that effect. But my goodness, some of these were like comedy, like pure fucking comedy. So I thought it would be nice for us to choose a best and worst uh, national costume from the Miss Universe pageant. Absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, so many funny ones. I, I always forget that uh, like Miss Universe is still a thing. Right. Um, but. <laughs> You know, every every year when it happens, I'm like, oh, shit. And then, you know, we always get that great. Here are the national costumes from uh, this year's Miss Universe. And it is always just like high camp, just absolutely outrageous. I remember the year that uh, Miss USA was a transformer. Uh, <laughs> why do I remember that? I yeah. was like, this is the least sexy costume. I mean, which kind of cool. I guess it didn't have to be sexy, even though it's a beauty. You know what? I, I walk back on that. Yeah. <laughs> Transformer. I can't. I mean, how does that represent America? There was there was an explanation for it uh, <laughs> that it was it was like something to do with the auto industry because I believe that year she was from uh, Michigan. 
So oh, it was very oh, Detroit, okay. and it made okay. sense. Okay. Um, so, but to well, just see like the picture. This year. This year. She <laughs> was from uh, Texas. She she looked like. Do you know that fountain at Universal Studios with like the globe and shit that says Hollywood Studios or what the fuck? That's what she looked like. Yes, yes, yes. And it also looked really heavy and uncomfortable. And she was walking hella funny in that shit. She I was could like, not walk this, in she's it. gonna fall and hurt herself. It was like the literal moon was on her back, I guess, because of NASA. Yeah. Okay. And the moon was rotating. Like that fucker had moving parts. Uh, that uh, that was deep. Um, and if she had were, fallen, she would be dead. Uh, was, <laughs> <laughs> she would have though. <laughs> so who was who was your best dressed in uh, the Miss Universe parade of costumery? <laughs> My favorite costume, and I don't know. It, it, I may or may not be biased, and I may or may not give a flying fuck. Um, was Puerto Rico, Miss Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. Now, her outfit was really interesting because from afar, I was like, that looks very tribal. And, you know, we're indigenous Taino culture in Puerto Rico. So I was like, I really like that. But then looking at it closely, it's very futuristic. So it's supposed to represent like the island's future in STEM and engineering and technology. And then on the back of it, it had a hologram that was like showing all the previous Miss Universe winners from Puerto Rico. Because hello for a little tiny island. We've had quite a few motherfuckers. Okay. Um, And then some interesting like Puerto Rico landmarks and stuff on the back of her costume. So I thought it was because while it looked cool and futuristic it still looked like an outfit that i would love to fucking wear <laughs> with gorge i am i am looking at it now it is it is giving very uh the the disney lost city of atlantis vibes and i'm yes. so here for it yes 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 so that was my favorite even though there were some really cool ones um <clears throat> Who's whose was it that I thought was also really cool? But yeah, Puerto Rico was definitely my favorite. What about my, you? Which one was your best? My the best one for me, and it it was so hard to pick because there were so many great mm-hmm. costumes. Um, but there was there was one in particular that you know made me gasp when i when i saw the picture and that was uh miss guatemala ivana bachelor is her name and it is just this monstrous like statue almost it looks like maybe a carnival float yeah and you could barely even see her bottom half she like blends into that architecture it's insane. It's absolutely stunning. Um, it's it's on wheels. Hint, hint. Miss Universe USA pageantry <laughs> costume designers. Um, let's let's give the girls something they can move in. Um, but yeah, like it's, I, I like that it's you know it's very extravagant, um, and it's also more about the costume than it is about her, and I like that. Yeah. 
it's really cool. Like it also looked so daunting. Like how the hell do you get in there? Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So now for the fun part. (laughs) (laughs) What was your worst? Okay. Okay. I'll go first with my worst because I want to save your yours for last. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. There were a few that I was like, this is, this is bad. First of all, all the boring ones, like Germany was so fucking boring. And like <clears throat> a lot, a lot of the European countries, I'm not going to lie. were like super fucking boring. Like, very much. Yes. Very boring. The United States was almost my, my worst. Okay. And she ended up winning. Didn't she? <laughs> didn't, didn't Yeah. 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 Win. She won. <laughs> Oops. Um, congratulations. Probably because she had to carry that fucking costume. <laughs> they were like, just give it to her. They we feel bad for her. Like this poor bitch. Okay. So, um, but when I saw this one, I was like, oh, hell no. Did you see Miss Italy's costume? I'm just going to wait for your blind reaction for when you see Miss Italy's costume. Okay. Oh my goodness gracious. It makes sense though. It's it makes sense. Greg, she dressed no. up as a colonizer. It's <laughs> um, deal. She <laughs> it is it is in her defense. Um oh and it is a it is a nod. Uh, there is a very famous uh, story that is set in in Venice, uh, Cyrano de Bergerac. Yes, it, but she and, still looks. Yeah, she's no colonizer vibes. She's no, absolutely that. Yes. <laughs> um, it it very much looks like a um, Legs Avenue Halloween costume that she pulled oh. out of the bag and threw on. Yes, like a background character on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. Very much that, yes. <laughs> Girl, you let them put you in that shit? How dare they? I can't. That was terrible. Okay. All right. What? What? What's your worst national costume? I went back and forth. Uh, there were... There were two in particular, three in particular, uh, Germany being one of them. Um, The other one uh, was was Greece that I just did not. Uh, Were her boobs lit up? What was that? Yes. She looks like. And I don't know if you ever did this, uh, but like when you put a flashlight behind a Barbie and turn it on, that's what she looks like. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. But for me, the just absolute worst, and because it just it was very for for what the assignment was, it it was very pedestrian. Yeah, just a green sequin dress, and that's Miss Finland. Like what? Yeah. It was. It was. It's given- an evening gown, bitch. Yeah, I wonder what she wore for the evening gown. It must have been even more boring than that shit. If that was her national costume, like, what does a green sequin gown even have anything to do with Finland? I don't even. 
I don't know. Like that would make sense if like it was if she was Ireland and like doing that whole like four leaf clover, luck of yeah. the Irish, green type thing. Yeah. Huh. Um, but like, you know, it's it's a green sequin dress and some black opera gloves with cheap feathers hot glued onto the hems like what what are we doing we that's why you didn't win exactly giving nothing getting nothing <laughs> yes oh well now that we're on that wave um we're entering a really fun season in the pop culture universe Yes. And it is award season. Enter cool award season music here. I mean, it's we've already had two this week. We've had um Golden Globes, and tonight, as we're recording, the Critics yes. Choice Awards are going on. So um, let's talk Golden Globes. First of all, any any surprises and winners? Like, what did you think? It was it very much uh, went how I thought it was going to go. It wasn't um, the the winners. I I wasn't surprised. Uh, you know, Abbott Elementary and Jennifer Coolidge, Angela Bassett, like they were all. It was all very much. I was like, you know, it. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association did right. They did. They did. I loved um, seeing James Tyler Williams from uh, Abbott Elementary win for Best Supporting Actor. He had an interesting outfit on. I wanted to love it. I wanted to fucking love it, but I didn't. We'll get back to that later. Um, But I just, I loved him winning. I loved Angela Bassett winning. I mean, I believe that's the first... uh, actress from a quote-unquote you know like superhero type you know action movie to win for best actress that's really awesome um she looks fucking timeless and as she was giving her awards like you know her acceptance speech I was like there's no way this woman is in her 60s like this is fucking crazy um but I was really you know, I thought that was really well earned, well deserved because she was phenomenal in Wakanda Forever. Um, I loved. Oh my god, I have to look up his name because I I do not want to say it wrong. Hold on. Um, I really don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, ay Dios mío. What is his name? Oh, Ki Ki Hyu Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. That right, yeah. that's the movie. And his acceptance speech was so fucking cute to me because he was the kid in Indiana Jones, and he and Goonies, about, and he talked about how like, he was so typecast after that that like. Nobody ever wanted to give him another job, basically, because he was just that kid. And he was like so thankful that someone had given him a a shot. And he, you know, he won. I don't know. I thought the whole thing was cute. I love it when people win. 
And I love that it wasn't everybody white winning. Exactly. I, that was great. And was great. with with him, he did a Hollywood Reporter roundtable uh, recently that I think is out right now. Um, and he talked about how, you know, he was being typecast and he he went and started working behind the camera um, to to kind of get away with that because he thought nobody was going to give him a chance. And then when Crazy Rich Asians came out, he decided that he would try acting again. Oh, I love that. Oh, you see, representation literally freaking matters. Absolutely matters. Oh, I love that. I see such a great feel-good story. I was pretty shocked, though, that Cheryl Lee, Lee Ralph didn't get the Golden Globe. I was like, "Mm, really, Mm, really? But she did get the Critics' Choice tonight, so bam. Shout out to her. Yes. So on to the important stuff. The the clothing, the styles. What did people wear? What was good? What was bad? Um, Yeah, so we went ahead and we picked a best and worst dress uh, in the male and female categories. (laughs) Or the Golden Globes. So, I mean, tell me your top male look from the Golden Globes. My favorite male look uh, from the Golden Globes was um, Andrew Garfield. <gasps> in In that kind of like burnt orange suit with the black shirt and the real like loose bow like pussy bow kind of tie but not really it just it worked yeah I really liked it you know the the the, that's the funny the reason that made me not pick him for best dress was because of that loose tie thing because one side of it it looked like it was like falling off almost it was like hanging all the way down and then just like making it look a little sloppy, but I, I was obsessed with the color. Yes. Um, and he came with color to the Critics' Choice Awards too. He had like this like kind of like camel colored like suit on. And I like it. I'm like, you know what? Because men always go with the dark tux, you know? And I have to, I'm sorry, but I picked a black tux wearing man because I thought the fit was so good. And it was Austin Butler. He looked he was... phenomenal in that tux. Like it was, yeah, it was just flowing yeah. very smoothly with him. Like it was, it was like a glove, just impeccable tailoring. So, and that's that's the thing with like male celebrities and going to like these red carpet events, like award shows and things. If you're gonna wear just a black suit. It has got to be just absolutely impeccable from top to bottom. Absolutely. Like everything has to be right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. All right. What about female best dress of the Golden Globes? Um, Of the Golden Globes, uh, my female best dressed goes to monica and i'm sorry if i i fuck up this last name it's uh monica ahanano um and she was in she looked like just she was 
wrapped in clouds like it was this it was all these ruffles and i feel like on anybody else it would not have worked but you know she she has a a shaved head and like skin was right bone structure was perfect she nice. she's got am- amazing shoulders um she just she looked absolutely stunning and it was another one where like i stopped scrolling and i gasped and i went oh my god mm. well i gasped when this woman walked onto the screen to accept her award as she looked like a goddamn statue herself and that was angela bassett so for me she was the best dressed i know that's kind of a simple gown but that shape that neckline, the open back, like her body was <laughs> so on point. She looked spectacular, just like that glittering, like always silver dress that just like dripped on her. Ooh, yeah, looking like a dream. <clears throat> always, always. Yes. So fun part. <laughs> Worst dress man of the Golden Globes. Worst dressed man of the Golden Globes goes to uh, Jeremy Pope. He was in kind of like this pleather suit with like a pleather um, turtleneck on underneath it. It just it looked it looked very cheap. There was like the leather doesn't look expensive or luxe. What was the boot with the spike around the toe? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it just, it didn't, like, it didn't read Golden Globes. No. If, if he had maybe worn it to, like, the Grammys or the MTV Video Awards, it would have made more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I still would have been like, please take, take that off. (laughs) It's terrible. It who was, let him it out of the bad. house like that? But also, who let Adam Scott out of the house looking the way he fucking looked? Last that was night? my number my two. Worst. That was my worst dress of the night. I was like, sir, <laughs> what is this? What is this? It, it wouldn't, uh, I feel like it maybe would not have been so bad i feel like the cummerbund fucked up the proportion yeah and the weird skinny whatever what kind of tie is that i don't even know it's like a skinny bow i i I don't even know it's a uh it's called a bolo tie bolo tie it was wrong it was a no 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 tie okay yeah adam scott what the hell like he looked like he was going to the prom in like i don't know in a very confused time warp that was like slash 70s and slash like 1920s i don't know i don't know what the fuck was going on there i didn't like it it was terrible terrible color yeah i just mm. men please don't do that i know you want to be adventurous and i applaud that but 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 don't do that yeah yeah Okay. Now, finishing off with the females. Sorry, ladies, but we do have to do this. Worst dressed woman of the night. 
Greg. Heidi Klum. Oh! Everything about it was was wrong. It was incorrect. Uh, it was it was not the moment. It was not the dress. Um, you know the. It looked like she washed a dry clean only dress, and it started to fall to pieces as she was going to the award show. So <laughs> she wrapped a boa around herself and tied it at the shoulder to try to keep the dress together. It's like, you know what it's giving me? It's giving me Brandy Glanville. Ooh, very that. And and that is not a compliment at all. Like, you do not want to be looking like Brandy Glanville trying to look like she's, you know, in her 20s when you're not. There's nothing wrong with not being in your 20s, but you can't shop for from Forever 21 forever, dude. Like, yeah. you just can't. You need to stop. It was it was very cheap looking and, you know, didn't didn't befit her as, you know, one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And did her no favors. Didn't befit her was Jenna Ortega's dress. What the fuck? Did you see it? She was like swimming in yards and yards of fabric. Like you do not put a short lady in a dress like that. It made her look. I don't even know. She disappeared in, in just like a swath of, of fabric. You hated it? Really? I hated it. I hated it because she's so much hotter than that. I and didn't like, mind it. Somebody needs to learn how to dress short women. <laughs> That's fair. Tailoring um, was, I mean, she looked like she was swimming in those sleeves and the train was like she was stepping all over it. No, 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 baby. You need a new stylist. You are too cute and too young to be looking like that. Yeah. Also, honorable mention to someone who usually like knocks it out of the park that mm. it was just an all-around miss. Uh, Selena Gomez. I was disappointed. Oh. oh, oh. You know, people were talking crapola about her, saying she looked fat and stuff. No, she. I. No, I don't. I didn't think she looked fat. No, no, no. That's no, not. No, no, no. Yeah. You don't think that. But like, people looked at that yeah. look, and, and that's what they, they were like criticizing her for it. And then, poor thing, she like put up a video the next day, being like, "Ah, it might be a little bigger, but it's just because I enjoyed the holidays." And she was with her little sister, and I'm like, you know, people just stop, <laughs> stop. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think she, you know. It, the my my issue i mean it wasn't even her it was it was the and let's let's clarify that when we like you know as with the golden globes you know my issue and was not with heidi klum just like elian's issue is not with jenna ortega it's with the clothing and it just there was there was something on the arm parts of selena like the the sleeves on the dress it was too much if they had taken those off i think she would have looked flawless yeah it was like the sleeves and then this weird skinny train like there was it was just all weird it was all it was something just weird about it yeah yeah no good and you know what i i really did want to give Tyler James Williams best dressed male at the Golden Globes. But 
I hated the print of his suit. Like his suit was a really interesting cut and style. The pants were very like big and billowy. The the suit top with, you know, the 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 jacket was crop. I, I wanted to be obsessed with that. But the color and print of that fabric was just missed opportunity there. Like I feel like it could have just gone further. I don't know. It was interesting for me because I I saw what what he had on and my first thought was I want to try that on. Cuz yeah. I just I just want to like I I I want to see it on me and then I feel like I could decide no I hate this. No, actually I do love this. I love the style. I love the style. I just hated the fabric they used like the color and print was just weird I don't know they could I mean it could have even been like a bright color and I think it would have looked fucking dope as fuck or I feel like that like the design that was on it if there was more of that yeah and maybe it wasn't like tone on tone yeah, it didn't translate good on camera for some reason that those yeah. comments. But I appreciate the the effort because you know absolutely be so freaking boring. And so moving on to critics' choice from the the little bit that you saw tonight, were you able to see anything that caught your eye? Um, Actually, yes. Ooh, okay. So let Do we me start with best or worst. Oh, we're gonna start with best because you know worst is our favorite. So yeah. Uh, so for um, best dressed man, um, I went with uh, one that I, I really liked, uh, Austin Butler. Yeah, he's it been was looking good lately. <laughs> all black and he, you know, I'm not a tie person. I, I, I look funny in a tie. Um but you know he went without the tie and the shirt was open just enough to yeah. keep it classy and sexy and not look weird and it was you know he was in all black all the black matched and yeah. everything was cut impeccably so he's got a great tailor yes yes and what about female best uh best dressed female for me uh was Janelle Monet. Okay, so I also have Janelle Monet as best female <laughs> critics' choice award. Her dress is fucking phenomenal. Ooh, it's so sexy. It's so like, sexy. We saw Janelle Monet titties today. We saw Janelle Monet titties. But like, like there was know. there was something <laughs> like it's it's very revealing, but at the same time, it's very covered up. Like it straddles this line of like sexy and demure, and the the seeming work on it, and just the cut and everything about it was flawless. She looked, oof, amazing, amazing, amazing. She ate no crumbs. Oof. Well, today. Tyler, he got it for me. Tyler, James Williams was my favorite dress. Uh, my, my favorite of the men tonight at the Critics' Choice. His suit, while not the most adventurous color, 
the styling of it, baby, he had more jewelry on than fucking I've ever put on for an outfit. And it worked like he looks good. He looked good. Yes, he looked good. All right. And finishing off our award season kickoff. Worst dressed man and woman of the critics choice. So for me, um, it was for this particular award show, um, it was Adam Scott. I don't know what's going on. Like the gray turtleneck with the gray suit that was (laughs) ill-fitting. The turtleneck looked like um, it had been washed too many times and it was real pilly. Um, Oh, no. It just like... I expect more from him. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, it just, it was sloppy and lazy and, you know, looked like he was going for like a vintage thing, but didn't quite hit the mark on it. I don't know. His stylist lately is just not doing him any favors whatsoever. And he looks unwashed. He does. He looks kind of smelly. Yuck. All right. Well, what about female worst dressed? Worst dressed uh, for me was Elle Fanning. The the dress (laughs) looked like a sneezed in, crumpled up, torn tissue that somebody threw on her. Um, It you know it looked the dress didn't look clean it looked torn in places and not like fashion torn not distressed Um, (laughs) not fashion torn (laughs) you know there's there's a way to do like distressing and things of that nature that's still fashion and this just didn't look it looked very much like a a home ec project gone wrong Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Like from the neck up, she looked fantastic. From the neck down, it was just, it was just a disaster. Oof. Well. Oh, okay. So <laughs> my worst dressed. <laughs> um, okay. So my worst dressed man tonight was Sebastian Stan. What the fuck? Talk about zero effort. Listen, he was wearing a black suit or tux. It didn't fit very well. Then he had that like satiny cumber cumber bun thing, right? Then he was wearing like a t-shirt as his, and it wasn't the same black. The t-shirt was like a navy blue or like a different black and it was not shiny, but then the cumber bun was shiny. And then the lapel on his tux jacket was shiny and it just all looks, no, 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 no. Such a good looking man looking like such crap. (laughs) <laughs> and um yeah to top off the night talking about a home ec project that went horribly wrong natasha leone what in the fucking world were you wearing what was that it was giving me like like halloween costume for like goth girl in seventh grade i i had Adore Natasha Leon. Yeah. Like I really do. And 
you know, she is my husky voiced princess, <laughs> but she, and this is nothing new for her. Like she no. always has, like, there's always choice issues on, yeah. on the red carpet. And, you know, that's not, that's just not where she shines. No, I didn't love it. I love her. I, I didn't love that. Yeah. Not a good look. Not a good look. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm very glad that we have entered award season and now we get yes. another few weeks of just talking shit about people's clothes because, you know, the world sucks and there's so many serious issues. I really just want to sit here and like, you know, talk shit about people's clothes. <laughs> Absolutely. We are. <laughs> and I need it right now. Fuck that. <laughs> We're a couple of weeks away from the Grammy Awards, and Ooh. then we will be barreling headlong into uh, Met Gala season, which is always yes. a fun but time for us. Before then, you know what we also have to start? We have to start a countdown right now. Okay, this week we're starting a countdown to that Rihanna concert with a football game in the back. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's coming soon, baby. I can't fucking wait. But anyway, we have now reached my favorite time of the episode. I have missed the so much BuzzFeed quiz. BuzzFeed quiz time. Yeah, BuzzFeed quiz time. All right. So today we took the quiz titled Customize an Ice Cream Sunday to Your Liking, and we'll tell you what your soulmate's zodiac sign is. All right, Greg, what did you get? Um, I got that uh, my, according to BuzzFeed, my soulmate is a water sign, um, which is not what happened in real life oh. <laughs> um, BuzzFeed, uh, you were wrong <laughs> but it says your soulmate is a cancer scorpio or pisces i'm married a leo oh. uh, <laughs> because, because we're this shit okay uh it says they are intuitive sensitive and sentimental uh which you know Sorry, babe, but you're not any of those things. <laughs> well, Greg, I got the exact same result, except <laughs> for me, it, it tracks because Myron is a cancer and my best and longest friend of, of like ever in my life. She is a Pisces. So look, I got two of them right there. They're my soulmates. Also, shout out to Vanessa. I love you, bitch. Um, yeah. So, see, we're back to getting the same. That's um, right. Our BuzzFeed quizzes. And that tracks because, like, as as both, like, summertime August babies, it, it tracks that we would get the water sign. That's right. I love it. Ooh, I love it. So, um, I think it's time for recommend. Oh, my God. It's been so long since we've done an episode. I'm like, what comes after BuzzFeed what quiz? Comes after BuzzFeed? Oh, my God. Recommendations. Recommendations. <laughs> yes. So what have you been watching, listening to, reading? Like, it's been a minute. What's up? I, um, there's, because I I am always someone who has 
many, many, many uh, pots on the stove. I um, I am working on a, a TV project right now. So I've been I've been Good. watching a lot of TV. Um, but my actually okay i have an anti recommendation and i have like a true recommendation uh the true recommendation is something that we've talked about already uh please go out and uh get you a copy of spare and Ooh, read yes. it um it's it's a lengthy read it's like 400 and some pages uh but i put it down in like 2 days uh, wow it's, okay it's juicy and it's it's fantastic and you know support support america's prince and princess <laughs> what's your anti-recommendation <laughs> okay anti-recommendation is uh there there is a semi quasi new uh reality show called uh the big brunch and it is hosted by uh dan levy of schitt's creek fame um and it is terrible. It oh, is, wow. Like, <laughs> it is just no part of it is like usually on competition reality shows, you know, I'm always able to find somebody <laughs> that I can root for. All of the people on this show are absolutely insufferable. Like even down to even Dan Levy himself who I, you know, oh, no. adore that man, but there is just, there is something very disingenuous about the whole thing. And, huh. you know, if I've, but, I've okay, tried so to give it a shot. Big brunch or something like that. You said, yes, it's called oh, the big brunch competition about, I'm so confused. It is, it is a cooking competition oh. show that is focused solely on brunch food. Like it's an interesting premise. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like some hipster from Brooklyn came up with this idea. <laughs> Very much that, but it just like, and I've tried a couple of times to to give it another shot, and I just, I'm like, at any moment a bus could come careening through this kitchen, and oh I would God. be like, you know what, that's okay. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, um, <laughs> funny because my recommendation this week is a reality competition show because I fucking love reality competition shows. Um, a new season of The Circle Ooh. is back on Netflix and it's just really entertaining. It's not that serious. You know, if you need a distraction from <laughs> your serious life issues, watch something fun and light like that. And um, uh, yeah, team Raven, team Chaz and team Sam. Okay, those are my peoples right there. One of them better win or else I'm going to call the manager. Yes. Yeah. I like the, <laughs> I like the circle because it's a reality show that like I can keep on when I'm working and just yeah. kind of check in and out of it. And I still have a pretty good grasp of what's happening. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's light. You know, we're not solving the world's issues here, but we're having fun. Yeah. Sometimes we all need that. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. 
So it's been great to come back and excited to be back again next week. Yes. So Greg, you want to lead us out this time? Absolutely. Until next time, I have been Angela Bassett's absolutely immaculate clavicle. <laughs> her clavicle? Her clavicle is everything. God damn. Well, until next time, <laughs> I've been Sebastian Stan's shiny cover pun. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.